Wait for. I have to wait for Mac though. And we're live. All right. What's up, guys? Shit, we're back. Prime Minds. This is, I believe, yeah, the first episode of the new year, 2023. What's up, man? I know it's been a while. It's been a while since like, actually the, the three homies been together. But we're here. We're going to start off this new year right. I think we're going to get to a more regular schedule bi-weekly, but maybe we can talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But um, shit. Folks been playing in the uh, arena. I know. I know it's been going well. Mac Dip, how y'all doing? And how y'all doing out there in the arena, man? You guys kicking some ass or what? What's the latest? I'll let Z go first. Oh. Go ahead, Z. <laughs> I was gonna say, depends on who you ask, really. Uh, dip for sure, Woo! man. But uh, no, I, I think I'm doing okay. I've been on a couple. I've been on a couple people's uh, YouTube streams, so my my skills are out there for display. But I'm oh. enjoying it, man. I am having so much fun. So oh, much man. fun. Just you guys, wait. You guys got to remember, man. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for uh, almost a year right now. We got to look at the calendar, and uh, we talked a lot of shit about the skills. So it looks like y'all are packing them up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, man, it's doing great. Um, I'm loving Combat Alpha. I particularly play Combat a lot more than the other mini games. Um, but yeah, and you know, through all the changes and stuff, there are certain adjustments you have to do. But that's just part of playing Alpha. Um, and I think a lot of people got to remember that you know that hey, man, like we usually don't get to play games this early in this stage. But we have an opportunity of doing it with this one, and it's been going pretty smooth so far. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it, man. Nice, nice. I know we gave a little bit of a preview of the show, but in a little bit, probably about in a few minutes, we're going to have um one of our favorite guests. Uh, I think this might be his third time coming up. 
um, Sharif from Valeria Studios. But we're going to have him up in a little bit. But first, man, you know how we usually do. We'll get back in the groove of things. We talked a little bit of the uh, macro economy, some tokenomics. There's some exciting stuff going on, it looks like. It looks like um, maybe to start off the new year, there's a little mini bull run. I know sometimes we talk um, just amongst ourselves. And Max says he sees a calendar. He can read the stars. You know, usually in the calendar, annually, it kind of looks like this. What do you guys think, man? you think it's something uh, permanent? you think it's a, a good sign for things to come? What's going on out there? Um, me personally, man, it's a it's going to be a short board run. This is and this is not financial advice by any chance, you know. Um, but enjoy it, right, and take advantage of it. But I, I just you know have a feeling it's not going to be something that's going to be sustainable. Uh, just because you know maybe things are going up because you know CPI looks good and maybe Fed Fed is gonna you know not you know, uh, hike BPS up to 0 0.50. We're hoping a 0.25 would be really nice so we can continue this. Um, I think it's going to be a short-lived bull market um, mm-hmm. because, you know, they have reports, right? Like, uh, what was it? There was a report going around that people are using, I think it's $938 billion of credit card debt the U.S. is in, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, that was a nice Christmas, man. Yeah, right, and and thirty percent of those people are using their credit cards to pay their bills. Now, how long is that sustainable? We don't know, right? But somewhere along the line, it's going to be unsustainable. So um, I don't know if crypto market's going to follow that path or not. Right now, it's looking bullish, um, but just keep your mm-hmm. eyes out, guys. Don't get too comfortable, right? Because we get comfortable when we DCA and a lot of shit coins. Uh, be careful for doing that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying, man. Stick with coins that right. you know, um, Ethereum, Bitcoin. You know, even Polygon, Avax is out there as well. Um, Solana made a Solana huge jump. Solana made a huge. Oh gosh, bro, nine dollars to now it's like what twenty two bucks. Twenty two tripled since it, tri- it tripled from its low almost. So. Yeah, and Gala too, right? Gala was at a penny. Now it's at like four or five cents. Five cents this morning. Yep, it's it's that's in that's in 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 the span of three days. Yes, three to four days, Mm -hmm. and we're talking Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a week. You could have three to five times on quite a few of these coins that that are out there. But Mm -hmm. it's it like you were saying earlier. I did call out the calendar, um, and I'm I can't see through the star see the stars except for when it comes through November to January ish time. Man, it happens every single year. The rest of that, it's fair game. I'm not making any money any more than anyone else. I'm probably making a lot less than everyone else, actually. <laughs> Explain that uh, uh, that rationale. What do you think was happening in December, January? Oh, the holidays. It happens, it happens every year for a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. Um, everyone starts taking money out of the market, whether it's stock market or crypto market. Get ready for the holidays, for traveling, for gifts, Black Friday, all that type of stuff, right? And you see a little bit of price action after that, but you have every year you have a, a dip pre-holiday. It stays pretty level or actually continues to go down through December as more people are pulling liquid out of the markets. And then early January to mid-January, you always see a hike back up because this is after people have gone through the holidays um they've seen they've gone through the new years they've seen everything they've seen how much they actually spent on all those credit cards and can determine whether or not they have money to invest right Right. and it's also right after people get year-end bonuses 
So um, I know like every single year it's cyclical where it drops before the holidays, stagnates or drops a little more, and then comes back up in January. And after January, the first week in February is going to be the real determination of where the market is going to be. Because it Mm -hmm. changes after that every year, and it's all based on macro stuff. Like Diff was saying, almost, you know, $900 billion. That's almost a trillion dollars in credit card debt. (laughs) If you add to that the fact that 40% of people who held mortgages last year at one point missed a payment. So, and... And the government is finally going to be taking away their their prop from COVID to to boost um, unemployment and eviction and decrease eviction rates. It's going to be about a year okay. and a half later than I called it, but I've been saying that since 2021 to people. Like, watch out for the housing market crash. So, yeah. I personally, I don't think we're going to hit 150 ETH anymore, but, I mean, be careful. Don't get caught. It's it. We're not necessarily in a bull trap right now, and this is not financial advice. But don't get caught holding bags, yeah. people. Yep, definitely, <laughs> man. And um, another thing, right? Tax season's coming up. People are going to be getting refunds around, you know, January, February. So um, yeah, yeah, bullish on that too, right? Because when people have a little bit of extra money, you know, especially them that you know, like us, DJs that like to invest in crypto and crypto games, right? That's one <laughs> of the things they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know, like, you, you and Mac, you guys stay real close to a lot of the other games. I know we talk champions a lot, mm-hmm. but um, name name a couple games you're looking at. I know you, you mentioned Gala, yeah. and, and they're doing something big coming up here, right? Yeah, you know, Gala, The Walking Dead, um, you know, keep your yeah. eyes on The Harvest uh, on the Binance Smart Chain. They, you know, they uh, got partnered with uh, Binance Labs, which is really good. Uh, you know, so many out there going right now, you know, like block Lords, um, you know, yep. uh, big time, time alluvium, like so many that yep. are coming out guys. Um, just, you there know. we got a, a couple that we're actually going to be bringing, uh, giving away and talking about today. Yep. Um, if we can get, you know, up to a hundred viewers on the, on the YouTube stream, we're going to give away one of the, uh, the rays from this project called the universe. Uh, it's a big open source. Pretty much they're just building fire assets for game developers to develop games around because assets are the most expensive part of developing a game. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> and we're... check out, watch out for that. And then we've also got our special guest. Dav, you want to bring him up? Yeah, well, let's bring him up, man. It's uh, our favorite guest, recurring guest. Sharif, what's up? What's good? Sharif off of uh, Valeria Studios, the Valeria Game Man. How are you doing today? Around you, I see you're in the room. I see he's in the room. Maybe his mic. If you can. I think it's Sharice. Is this third time joining us? I think this is one of the brightest. Yeah, and and we're gonna be uh, a very exciting game. As you guys see, we posted up in-game economy, burn mechanisms. So you know, Prime Minds likes to really talk about that stuff. So I'm really excited to have you on today. Can you guys hear me? Oh, bright, bright and insightful. Can hear me. There you go, the bright, the insightful CEO, Valeria Studio, Sharif, man. What's good, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I love talking tokenomics. It's my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah. It's cool that you guys love that, too. Let's let's start there. We were talking about that, man. We're talking about some some high-level macroeconomics Mm -hmm. in the the crypto world. Uh, what, What do you think? What do you think about what's going on right now? We've seen a little bump just now. What do you think about that? 
Oh, you mean like just a, I don't know if it's like a, a dead cat one, a dead cat bounce or if it's real, but for me, it's like I don't personally like to day trade or swing trade. I've just been holding my ETH. I let it go up. I let it go down. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> but um, I actually had some gala. I got gala when it when it went to like oh, two cents. I bought dog. some gala. Yeah, I got some gala. Or did you? Hold I did sell. Oh, no, nice. I did sell. I I don't swing trade or day trade ETH. That's my go-to coin. But when it comes to all coins and stuff like that, I I don't consider ETH an altcoin. I know it's an altcoin. But like other than ETH, everything else, I'll kind of mess around with it. But I got Cedify. I know I've been I because Cedify offered like some APYs. They do some yield farming. I think they only offer the 30-day 25% now. So I do some Cedify, some Gala. Anything like gaming related, like the studios, the the infrastructure around gaming, as opposed to investing in like a specific game. I like to, to, to kind of see who the players are that are going to kind of allow other people to do well in the gaming space. The ones that are building the, like Cedify, who's building like the the platform to create to, to get funding for the game or Gala, which is like the studio and stuff. So uh, that's how I kind of like to approach my investments in the Web3 gaming space. Nice, man. And, yeah, that makes sense. And I know last time we seen, you know, uh, we're, we see this, I have it up here, the in-game economy supply. So pretty much kind of says like, uh, you know, how your landowners are going to be staking and earning rewards. And then as mm -hmm. well as the NFTs that are being held too is right. You'll be able to use gold mm -hmm. to be able to upgrade those NFTs. Could you kind of explain mm -hmm. that, uh, how that process works? Yeah. So basically we wanted to, to solve quite a few different problems and so when you make the game free to play that was the thing that one of the biggest pivots that our team has made um we've made the game free to play so by going on imx we offer custodial wallets so on the login screen you'll have the option to either connect your metamask or just put in an email address and we'll create a wallet for you so the custodial wallets and imx having like no transaction fees makes the onboarding process extremely easy um, and for the crypto players, they'll have their MetaMask. It'll be pretty straightforward as well. But the challenge comes that when you make your game free to play, which we want to do, we don't want to limit our community or a player base to those that have enough money to purchase, like let's say an entry NFT or a gatekeeping NFT. So the challenge you're always going to run into is players are going to be looking to kind of drain your economy. At the end of the day, it is a money in, money out, right? And if someone's taking money out, there has to be money coming in to support that. And the moment the money in is no longer supporting the money out, things are going to collapse. So for us personally, what we did was we removed Val's token generation, which is our crypto token, from players doing events. So when we made the game free to play, we said, okay, we can't give out Val's tokens anymore to, to all players because that will ultimately one day lead to the demise excuse me the demise of our economy potentially so we introduced a new currency called gold gold is not a crypto token but it's a it's the token that you earn from doing dungeons winning pvp matches that's what's going to be in your loot boxes and these loot boxes that you collect they have a timer so a common loot box might take four hours to open a legendary loot box might take you know 24 hours to open for example and these timers is how we basically manage the supply so playing 24 hours a day won't generate you more gold or more NFTs because you still got to wait for the timer if you're not spending any money to open them up faster. So our free-to-play guys can come in, have great progression in their game. They can start to collect NFTs. They can start to collect gold. But the amount of gold that they're going to be collecting, which is used to level up Valerians, weapons, items, 
will just be enough for them to kind of satisfy their own enjoyment and their own progression for their own game. It's not going to be enough for them to kind of go and start selling stuff on the marketplace to other people. They can trade and they can collect the ones that they need. But in terms of trying to like turn a profit and collect all these NFTs, if you're a free-to-play player, you'll enjoy your progression. Um, and we'll also make sure that you know you own all of your assets and you can buy, sell, and trade, but you're not going to be flooding the marketplace with NFTs. So that was the reason we introduced gold, was to replace the Vals tokens. Now, you could still earn Vals tokens in our game, but it's going to be like for special events, tournaments, exclusive dungeons, once in a while here and there, but it's not going to be like part of your daily rewards. Got it. So like uh, you'll be able to stake your land for the original Genesis landowners. They stake their land and they're able to get rewarded Val token. Is that correct? Yeah. So now the approach we've taken for our players versus our Genesis landowners is completely different. We The approach we take for our players is you guys should come in. You guys should be having fun. And you guys should be able to enjoy yourselves. But the approach for our Genesis landowners is you guys are the ones that made this possible. So when I say our Val, the Vals token is still used in the game. So everything in the game can be done with either gold. Well, not everything. Gold is limited to leveling up Valerian's weapons and items. But Vals tokens can be used for that as well, if you want. But it can also be used in the marketplace. It's also used to speed up the loot box openings and everything else. So everything is done in Vals. Some are done in gold, but when it comes to Vals, it basically you can use it for anything in our game. And the Vals tokens will always be cheaper US dollar-wise to use as opposed to using any other currency in our game. So all crypto players will be using Vals. We've made it 50% cheaper. We can talk about that later if you guys want, but we've made Vals tokens cheaper. So if you were to do it with any other currency that you were to purchase from the in-game store, it would be 50% cheaper how you used Vals, whether the price of Vals fluctuates or not. It will always be 50% cheaper. So we always wanted to make sure Vals has ultimate utility within our ecosystem. By by giving it that 50% discount, we make sure that Vals tokens is always the way to go for anyone who knows how to use the crypto economy. And that those Vals tokens for our ecosystem will be generated by the landowners. Nobody else. We're not going to be giving out Vals tokens for the player base. Uh, there won't be any VC dump of Vals tokens for the player base. The Vals tokens that be that are being used by our players will almost primarily be provided by these Genesis landowners. And uh, they also get booster packs. And initially, we actually had our booster packs as giving like tons of NFTs, but we actually swapped it. We changed it around. The booster packs now that these Genesis land or give you every week is actually going to be based off of like, if you open it and you get the, it's going to give you a really high chance for shinies and a pretty good chance for legendaries as well. And when I say really high, you have to remember our chance for shinies in the game is 0.01%. And the best way to get shinies probability-wise is going to be the Genesis land booster packs. So same with legendaries. So there's only going to be three NFTs inside of it in each of the lands, but um, there, I think I might have sent you an image for the generation rates. There's only going to be three in each different land. So whether it's a fire epic, epic land, common land, rare land, Legendary land. There's only three NFTs yet. This is the one. But you can see that the Chinese generation rate for a common land is 0.5% now. So because you have three packs, you have three cards, so three chances, there's about a 1.47 or 48% chance that you get a shiny in that pack. Might sound low, but compared to every other mechanic in our game, 
these are crazy chances. And if you look at like the boost legendary booster pack, there's a 20% chance that one of those cards is a shiny. So because you have three cards, there's like uh, sorry, 20% chance that one uh, each card might be a shiny. So it's about like 57% that there might be a shiny in that pack in the legendary pack. So what we've done is we've said let's not give a whole bunch of NFTs to these booster packs. Let's make them extremely valuable unopened. So every week our Genesis landowners will have a choice. Do they want to open up their booster pack and hope they get that shiny or that legendary? Or do they just want to sell it closed? And there could be tons of value selling it closed because there's going to be no better way to get shinies or legendaries in our game. So we've given our Genesis landowners the ultimate rewards. We basically said, hey, you guys are the gatekeepers of the shinies if in, the, in these booster packs. And, and on top of that, you're providing all the Vals tokens for all of these crypto players that are looking to play and buy stuff. So that's basically what we've done for our Genesis landowners. Nice, nice. Let me, a quick question there. Uh, explain um, why the shinies are, are valuable or what type of uh, function they have in the game. It, it's purely cosmetic, but okay. Every every time, every time we it's a stunt. Yeah, it's going to be a stunt. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a flex. Uh, we're we're going to have like alternate card artworks. We're going to have shiny card artworks. But you know, at, there always comes a time in the game when it, everyone is all about cosmetics. Once you once you of course performance, you want to level up. You want to be the best. But there's a lot of players there's a lot of mobile gamers who are just focused on cosmetics they want to be that if you do the math i mean okay getting a shiny is difficult now you got to bring three level one shinies to get a single level two so to get a level 10 shiny you need to burn almost twenty thousand shinies imagine having a level 10 shiny now imagine that level 10 shiny being a legendary and with these probabilities and rates it's going to be damn near impossible so if someone does find that if someone does pull that, there's going to be a lot of value because we've made them so hard to get. That'd be the biggest yeah. flex there is in the game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, a level ten shiny legendary. Like we don't expect yeah. anyone to ever get one unless they're super lucky. Like it might take a year before someone gets one. So that's that's nice. Yeah, I think even in Champions Ascension, they they have that. Like the um, forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, but the the deeds. So Mac and Dip like. The deeds where you can be the the boss or nobility deeds. Nobility deeds, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yep. And then up there, yep. prince, princess. Uh, very rare, and I think they're going for almost a one ETH now, right before the gameplay. So that's the same thing. It's almost very rare. You're kind of stunting, stunting it if you have it. You're showing it off. You have something that nobody else has. So yeah, exactly. I, I think There's a lot real. of players who mm -hmm. love that. Yeah. There's a lot of players who love that that flex and and ultimately it's like these booster packs are your best way to get there. You gotta just come and you gotta sweep these booster packs, start popping them open and hope you start getting some shinies and some legendaries, because that's the way to go. Oh that's cool. Better get yourself a legendary no. land. Yeah. If, You'll be almost pulling a shiny. Yeah. yeah. And what's really interesting, I see yeah. you guys are going with uh, Immutable X. So could you tell us a little bit what made your decision to go with them? Yeah, it was definitely oh, yeah. the onboarding. Like, it was definitely the onboarding for us because zero transaction fees, I think, is super underrated um, when you're talking about... Because we're releasing on mobile. So if you're releasing on mobile, um, imagine we want to market our game as digital assets, right? We're not going to be... I'm, I'm not saying we're not. we're afraid to use the word NFTs, but... We want to market this game to everybody in just a way where it's like, hey, this is digital assets, digital ownership. You can buy, sell, and trade your characters and digital collectibles. And if you have to create a wallet with, let's say, let's say we were to go with Solana, and I, and I, and I love Solana, but 
Solana has very small transaction fees. It's not a lot. It's a very small amount. But if we went with Solana, for example, they would they would first have to create a wallet. Right? They'd have to create like a phantom wallet, which is a barrier to entry. And then they would have to find a way to fund their wallet with some soul. Even though it's a penny's worth, you still have to create an exchange. And then you have to find a way to you know, buy some USDC, swap it over for some soul. Now you can open up your first loot box in the game. And it's all these barriers that we were looking to remove. And IMX has the Magic Wallet, which is a custodial wallet that uh, they can basically make for you with just an email address. And the fact that you never have to fund this wallet, that both both of those things really made us excited about it. Of course, they're part of they're in the gaming space. Olivium is going there. Uh, Ember Sword. So many cool games are already on there. They have the capacity. They can handle the transactions that we're looking for. If our player base grows, they have the capacity to support them. They got the TPS, and they're in the gaming space. They have all the SDKs. They got there. They have a programmer and a developer that they kind of dedicate to you to help you throughout the process. All of those were huge for us. But the fact that a player can go on the on the iOS store or the Play Store, download our game, put in their email, and open up their first loot box without ever touching a centralized exchange, funding the wallet, creating a MetaMask. That 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 process for us was just one that we had to take advantage of. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and I also mm-hmm. see that you have quite a few project partners now. So I was just reading a little bit about on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're are you able to get free nfts if you're in these certain communities oh I, this is one of the things like I, i'm personally so, super excited about many of these project partners we got before mint and that's what's cool because we're working on so many new ones and we we've done a few and we're just kind of saving them some really big project partners coming up with some of the biggest projects in the space but what we do for them so let's say for example let's talk about uh, Kaiju Kings is actually a good example because they have both. So Kaiju Kings has a Valerian Evolution line. They're fire types. So they got the Valerian Evolution line that's in our game, which means that, you know, you can pull them from fire packs. You can find them in a dungeon. So their NFTs are actually playable characters in our game. And uh, the level one Kaiju is actually called Dots. So his name is Dots. So they're fully integrated into our game and the Valerians can be found. And anyone who holds a Kaiju King, We'll basically be able to collect a first generation uh, booster pack of kaijus. So these will be NFTs with the similar to Pokemon. We'll have like the first generation or first edition marker on them. And if any evolution has happened and one of these first generations are involved, it's basically going to remain first generation all the way through to level 10. So you can have basically like, let's say you get 10 different NFTs in that booster pack. If you split them up properly, you can actually have 10 different first generations level them up and separately don't use them together wouldn't make sense to bring three first generations together you only get one first generation level two so it's better to split them up and these first generations we feel could be very valuable down the road that's on the valerian side they're actually playable valerians but in order to claim that booster pack you'd have to download our game the other side is champions so like imposters is one of the recent ones so this is elliot's uh elliot Trace's uh nft project they're going to have a champion in our game now, anytime we do a champion for a project partner, we limit it to their community. So we don't sell the project. We don't sell the champion outside of the free mints that their community will get. But we create an actual champion in the game that you're going to use that's going to like jump around, swing their sword, whatever the case may be. They're with a unique ability. Each collab partner's champion will have their own ability. And then it's only going to be given to the holders of, let's say, 
imposters. Whoever has their NFT will be able to download our game and claim their free imposter champion. And let's say a thousand people from the community download our game to download and clear and claim their imposter champion, then that's the only then that supply of imposters is only going to be a thousand. That champion, for example. And this is a great way for us to basically get people to download our game in the crypto space because we have over 40 projects that we've partnered with. We've only listed the ones that we've announced. And we have so many more that we've worked on and we're working on. Like we're in talks with the Luvium team and, you know, we're working on a few other things. I don't want to say too much, but there's some really big projects that we're working with right now. We're going to implement them into the game as well. When the time's right, we're going to announce it. And imagine getting all of their community members to download your game to claim their free champion NFT, which won't be available for sale. It's going to be super exclusive. And that's what we've done. So we've created this community around our game. They're going to come in. They can play their characters, whether it's as a Valerian or a champion. And they download our game to get some exclusive rewards, which helps us as well, of course. Nice. Sharif, do you, um, do, you, do you play a lot of these games and draw inspiration? Or, or how do you um, get connected with, with other folks and, and, and other projects? Well, that's how, how my, you inspiration? That's, that's mm-hmm. my younger brother. That's my younger brother, Hilal. He's... Um, mm-hmm. he's I introduced them to the crypto space. I was an early investor in, in many of these uh, Web3 projects. He introduced me to NFTs. Um, I think uh, Coin Games was my first ever mint, um, which is a, a, which is a Web3 gaming uh, project, and it, it flew up. And when I saw that, I'm like, what? Like, it, it went to like 0.7, 0.6 ETH, and I think it was a 0.08 mint. And my brother convinced me to buy, and I and and then. He ever since then he's been so deep in the NFT space. He knows so many founders. He has so many connections. He's very he's very much well involved, and he he gets in touch with so many other project founders, and he he helps us. He's basically helped us secure so many of these collabs. So all the credit. Oh, goes okay. Yeah. Oh, that's your outreach, guys. Does he do a lot of uh, community management? Did he in, yep. in the Discord and everything? Okay. He's great. always in the Discord. He's always in the Discord. He's always listening in Twitter Spaces. You know that's his that's his main thing, and he's really good at it. Nice. Okay. And um, and any anything about the uh like like the uh tokenomics, anything you're looking at that that you're interested in that that you draw some inspiration from, or or well, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Olivium started us off. Um, when when they said that they're gonna reward their early. Uh, the people who purchase their token, uh, they're going to have revenue distribution if your token is staked. I thought that was very interesting. And so we've actually taken a very similar approach as well. Uh, we have what we call excess token distribution. We don't call it revenue because we're we're not saying that the token has an inherent dollar value. We're, we're SEC compliant from that perspective. We're not saying the token has an inherent dollar value. But if players want to purchase it, from our Genesis landowners to speed up their in-game progression, of course, that's between them and the players. But so any excess tokens that our economy collects, because you're always burning tokens and spending tokens inside of the game, we're going to give those back to our Genesis landowners at the end of it. So if we have any excess tokens left, we give them back in addition to the 30%. So that was definitely inspired by Olivium when Olivium said that, you know, we're going to have Olivium Zero, which is our mobile game, and they're going to provide the resources for our main game. That's what we did. Our Genesis landowners, they're going to generate Vals tokens. They will be surprised. Uh, they will be kind of providing the Vals tokens for our main game. So Olivium played a big part of it, but we've done some things differently. We didn't take any BC funding, which is basically for us 
sustainable tokenomics is so important to us. And that was a part of it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with VC funding. It's actually a great sign that there's a strong team and they're building something. So I, I'm not saying VC funding is bad. It's not. But VC funding does put pressure on your economy because one day those guys will want their money out. And if you have a play-to-earn economy, um, then they're going to earn the most. And so you have to make sure that your player base and everything else can kind of outweigh that when the time comes. So that's one thing that you kind of be, got to yeah. be cautious for. So we didn't copy them exactly, right, right. but we've, made, we've, we've definitely taken inspiration. Right, Let's right. Take a, and- take a quick pause really quick, and then um, I got a question for you. Um, for everyone that's here right now, I want to do uh, the fir- our first giveaway. I want to do the Elemental Eternal giveaway. So um, just get a little bit hyped in there. And I want to see everyone um, that wants to get entered into the giveaway just post a fire emoji. And then we're going to do a random number generator. Um, your first number counts. So your and first it, fire emoji is going to be your number in line. So hit that fire and uh, let's see uh, who wants to win Elemental Eternal. So remember, guy, fire emojis, fire emojis. Um, and then these are going to be minted and sent to their wallet. Is that correct, Z? Yep. Everything that we're giving away is today, whether live or afterwards on Twitter, is going to be minted by us and then sent to your wallet. We'll pay gas and everything. So everything is going to be completely free, guys. So so how generous. Light up those fires. Nah. We'll give it a few nice. minutes. To get ever for everyone to catch up because you never know what lag is, and then um, in about five minutes we're gonna roll a random number generator. And wherever you are online, that's your number, baby. Let's go. Let's and nice, then, nice. Just so everyone Lay knows, it. I I really want to give this Rayu away. So I uh, dropped it from a hundred viewers to fifty. That's a much more reasonable number with what we got. So if everyone gets one person with them, we'll double to fifty and we'll give away a Rayu too. To so. Universe, nice. Yep, yep. Um, and this is a big deal, about... right, Z? Like, uh, real quick, because oh. gas has been like crazy insane. So if you're getting these elementals, you're literally getting them free. Yep, yep. No gas, nothing. 100%. You don't have to mint them. You just sit back, and they will arrive in your wallet. So LFG. Uh, yep. How fun. Should we real quick actually... uh, again? I'm sorry. Go on, Mac. You asked so many questions already, Dav. Can I get one in? God. No, I know. I wanted it. I had it. <laughs> you big god. I know you got to make up for it, bro. It's all good. Uh-huh. Um, Go was, for it, man. I was just going to ask. You're talking about, um, you know, the uh, SEC compliancy and everything like that. Uh, and not wanting to call this pretty much a play-to-earn game. But you're making a game that people want to play for fun. But with Web3 kind of comes in ingrained... If it's a game, it's kind of got to be something to do with play to earn, right? So what kind of potential could a free-to-play person see in playing? Like, will they be Mm -hmm. able to earn anything that they could put on a marketplace or have any value in a marketplace Mm -hmm. for possibly getting vows? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a great question. Um. I think the reason that we haven't seen anything outside of play to earn and it's so much free to, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, we haven't seen any like free to play or play to own, let's call it. We've seen so much play to earn is more so because of the 
capacity of the games that we've seen so far there's nothing crazy that's come out that blows you away obviously you guys mentioned earlier like some of the big players that are coming out with some really good games like you know Livium and all of those guys they're building some amazing stuff so we will see a shift i think but to answer your question it's like when you own something that always means you have the capacity to earn uh, to, to earn hypothetically right because if you own something that means you can sell it so if you can sell it you can sell it for vals tokens which means you can potentially make money so that's the value of ownership of assets and it's like if i play this game for four or five months and i've collected some really cool assets some level five some level sixes a couple of shinies some high level legendaries of course you can sell them for Valsto. our marketplace only trades in Vals tokens so um you'll be able to sell them for Vals tokens and you can hypothetically make money and that's more so like you put the time in and you didn't spend any money. You put the time in, and you you've gathered these assets. You got some really cool pulls from the dungeon, and your level is so high that you're getting some pretty rare, you know, pretty valuable treasure chests that you're opening up, and there's some cool stuff inside it. So there's it's definitely there, but the game well, isn't being built around it, basically. Yeah, and and you always want to build a game for fun first, but doing that almost gives you proof of work um, for the vows token as well right yeah yeah so um, absolutely that's just i understand what you guys are doing and i think going with immutable x was a great idea um zero fees and all that stuff i i, I just can't wait to play it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i want i, I wanted to get to that question man um yeah. i know there's a lot of people here who don't know anything about valeria mm-hmm. this might be their first time um and they're probably going to go check it out um it's Val- uh, Valeria Genesis Lands on Open yep. Seas, and mm-hmm. um, Valeria Studios on at Valeria Studios for Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's uh, let's hear about when you're actually going to have a game to play out for people to check more than just yeah. your your images. Yeah, absolutely. So we do. I think I sent you a little clip of some gameplay um, earlier. You can maybe if you want, you can toss that onto the screen. But what we have, uh, where we are right now, is we have created almost all of our 3D assets, except for some new collab partners that we've integrated that we're currently making our 3D assets for. But for the most part, we've created uh, 3D assets. All of our assets have been rigged. And currently we're doing the animation and VFX for those 3D assets. So we have about 15, over 15 of our Valerians like fully ready to go. Animation, VFX, everything. And many of the other Valerians are basically, they're currently being worked on. They're making their moves, their jumps in the air and stuff like that. And they're working on their VFX. So to answer your question, when will an alpha be ready to play? I, I'm i I'm always cautious giving out dates. I used to give out a lot of dates. And um, when we weren't able to execute on that date because we ran into a problem or something happened, I feel really bad about it. So I'm just going to be safe and I'm going to say we can have an alpha ready in February. So oh, I'll, wow. I'll, yeah, we'll have an alpha ready. Yeah, an was, alpha, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say I was looking for an exact minute that I could play, <laughs> but I'll yeah, take yeah. February. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking to actually have a really cool. So I'm going to be a speaker at nft new york and we also have a booth at nft new york and our hope is to have our game ready and downloadable by then which is april 12th for those of you that are attending but we're going to have a booth set up where there's going to be two phone stands we'll either use ipads or we use phones and there's uh, our game is going to be there and players can come in they can pick their team 
they can face off against each other and the winner will get a booster pack a physical booster pack you open up the booster pack you see what cards you pulled and then at the end of it there'll be a qr code you scan it takes you to download our game and then you can claim whatever cards was in that booster pack so we have some cool little things coming up for nft new york but our hope is to have our game uh launched by nft new york which is april 12th and you know one thing we were talking about the other day is you don't want to launch in poor market conditions when you launch is extremely important even if the game is ready so we've been very excited to see that the markets have been looking good and we might be able to time this all really well oh nice okay and then so for folks that do want or that are waiting to get in when it comes out um where do they, i know i know zmac and just said it but where do you suggest they go to yeah to i mean for it? Mm-hmm. yeah if, if you want to be an investor then that's the genesis land that's basically what's going to generate the tokens for the game the booster packs for the shinies and the legendaries but if you want to keep up to us our discord's our best place we hold a town hall once every two weeks we provide updates and we are always posting leaks in the chat there we have some awesome community members in our discord who are basically always answering questions for new people that join so if you go to our website you can definitely uh, find our discord link there it's on our twitter as well we got the link tree in our twitter 100 percent worth coming into our discord to just keep an eye on things we have an awesome development team they work in-house we this is like our own development team that we've put together we got a little bit lucky with it but the game is going to be exciting because you have like the pvp side then there's going to be these exclusive dungeons which give out cool rewards you won't be able to access them all the time we actually have a story mode as well our team is currently working on uh, chopping up the story and creating the cutscenes for it it won't be like fully animated cutscenes it'll be 2d but the cutscenes and the lore for our story we're working on the ui design right now we're finalizing the ui to put that into the game and the card artwork and everything like that it's a lot of final touches here in january and then in february we want to start actually testing the the battle make sure that the balancing is okay that there's different strategies that players can use like you can use tanky valerians with maybe a heal strategy to play out the timer or you can go with like glass cannons with one tank who kind of we have like uh, items right so you can taunt so that other Valerians have to target you so you can taunt and they have to focus you whether you're two glass cannons on the side or just being buffed and healed and they're doing massive damage. We want to have different strategies players can use. And of course, there's the element strategy. So it's like at the start of the battle, I see the five Valerians on your deck and you see the five in mine, but I can only bring three. So if you have all five fire types, I'm going to bring whatever type I know is going to be good against fire. Like it's not a good strategy. You need to have a well-balanced team and team preview. Then we each bring three, so there's already a bit of RNG because you don't know which three they brought. And then from there, you might have to battle back a little bit and kind of see how it goes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's what I mean, like this strategy that we're focusing on the balancing, we really want to make it fun and exciting for players to, to join and try out different teams. And there's a survival mode as well. You can battle with your friends in custom matches. We're going to have tons of game modes. Nice, nice. Yep, and that's... um. Valeria Games Genesis Land Open Sea. I'm pulling it up right now, and uh, yep. it, it's it's a little higher than when we last talked. So, congrats Which, on that. It's a little bit over 100 uh, USD. We haven't even provided any value. Um, a lot of like staking rewards. Being fully transparent, we haven't mm-hmm. started staking rewards yet because what's the point of giving out tokens and booster packs when the game is not out? So we told our community from the beginning. This wasn't a surprise. We said that staking will begin two weeks before the mint so you can just imagine how our community is diamond hands we're talking about a mint in april we're here in january and they haven't been provided staking rewards and if you go to our discord everyone's okay with it 
Like everyone understands why we didn't do it. We could provide staking rewards. We could do all of this other stuff, but everyone understands why we're waiting because it's all about sustainability for us. We can provide oh, tokens. Yeah. We can provide all that other stuff, but without the game, what's the point? Right, right. It's kind of similar uh, in uh, Champions Ascension, right? We put the staking off a little bit. Well, the devs did. Um, yeah. Just a little bit of alpha gameplay, and uh, yeah, I think I think it makes sense. It does, yeah. I think that's the way to go if you want your economy and and your community. I think are diamond hands too. Uh, when I was looking at, uh, you know, I've been following the project for a bit because we were in talks earlier. We were trying to get a champion ascension into the game. Uh, I think our talks fell through, but um, we just couldn't schedule a time to meet. But I'm in touch with, I think, Squiddy. Squiddy's actually uh, volunteered his board ape yacht club to be in the game. So uh, we nice. haven't mentioned that, but Squiddy's uh, board ape is going to probably be in our game as well. He said he wants to have it in there, so... Squiddy's a really cool dude. We might chat with All him right. see if we can get one of these champions in there too. Sweet. Man. Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'll be sick. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there, there's, uh, like, like Z-Mac had mentioned, there's a mint coming up. I don't, we don't have a date yet, do we, guys? Like for, for the, uh, the Elementals mint? Uh, but no, maybe this yet. month? To be announced. Maybe, hopefully sometime next week. Okay. I, well, I we're, we're thinking this month. All right. Yeah, we had a, a possible leak, though, um, if you guys want to talk about that for a second. Oh, well, we did. Uh, yeah, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, there was a, a, a YouTube video that I saw um, that it's he's let it slip that supposedly it's supposed to be the 23rd of January. So, which is well, within, the realm of, within the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But... That gives them enough time to get all these, uh, all these raffles collected, um, a day or two for people to change their wallets if they need to, if that's possible, and then um, that gives Champions Ascension the two to three days that it seems that they need to be able before the contract goes live to submit everything. So, um, yeah, that it, it, the twenty third nice. is definitely within the realm of possibilities. But with it, if they're gonna stay to stick to January, they've got a max week after that. So, Sharif, mm-hmm. since you're here, you, you, right, right, coming up. Since you're here, Sharif, um, you you went through obviously went through at least one mint. Uh, did you have only that one mint for your game so far? And, yeah. And how did that? How did that go? What's that process like? Is it, is it exciting? <laughs> is it, it anxiety? Like, what is that like? Yeah, the the mint we sold out relatively quickly, um, and it was definitely exciting on the day. But then it kind of set, it kind of started to sink in. Like, hey, we've just taken on a lot of responsibility, and uh, mm-hmm. believe it or not, we celebrated that night. And the the following night, the team uh, all got together and we had a six or seven hour meeting, and we're like, okay, guys, shit, like. Like we got what we wanted. Uh, let's make sure that we execute now because you have a lot of people's money and you don't want to let these people down. And you know you wanna you wanna make sure that it's a lot of responsibility. Uh, it's it's a bit nerve wracking for sure after the mint when when we when we knew like okay this is happening like okay it, it was a bit scary. I can't lie. It's oh a yeah, lot of responsibility. Oh, how did, oh, how did that feel? Real. How did that feel when you guys minted out like within mm-hmm. minutes on your ten thousand? Because we didn't, we never asked yeah. you that before. How did that feel? Like, oh, what, we, what we did were you, jumping you around. Your brother, do we were jumping <laughs> around? Oh yeah, we were jumping around. 
Everyone I was bet. just jumping around. And to show you the kind of trust that we have within ourselves, like, you know, the Mint funds. Um, as soon as we took it, we all sat down and we're like, okay, we need to switch this to USD. Um, we created our, I'm sorry, not USD, yeah, US dollars. We created our bank account and we put all the funds in, uh, we put all the funds into a US dollar bank account and that was one of the smartest moves we did because we we ran the numbers and we're like we have enough money for our game right now at the price ETH is which is a little bit over 3000 and we're just Congrats, like all right let's man. switch it that and was the move it. it was that was such a great move like i don't want to cut you off but yeah taking it out and putting it in USD right, yeah. right when it was at that price that's such a great move yeah. but go ahead yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just um, we didn't want to invest investor funds. Like, I, I'm I'm not trying to take some more high ground. I think it's completely okay to leave proceeds in ETH. That's like we're in the NFT space. ETH is like as good as USD, but for us, we were spending US dollars. Our game developers needed to be paid in US dollars. Our artists US dollars. So for us, we're just like, hey, we can't invest investor funds. We have what we need. Let's not get greedy. At that point, with that much ETH, ETH goes up ten dollars. You make so much money. You know what I mean? So it's very enticing to leave it, but we, we, we made the right play, looking back, of course. And a real quick well, thing, man, what... um, do you want to play this video, Z? I do have it up, of the winner. Play it. All right. Play it, yes, sir. Yeah, and I already it. put it down in the announcements. Um, that's just video proof right there, number 21. Listed him out. Um, that was Chuck. So I'm guessing that's Mr. Chuck Nug. Let's if go, I... Chuck Nug. I think he has like a, he has 150 of our lands. That guy is a real diamond hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Well, now he's going to be part of the Champions Ascension Love community because he's going to get an Elemental Eternal to his drop to his wallet. So, yeah, guys, you're lucky to have him. Oh man! Hopefully, I mean, he's he's a he's a little whale over here, man, in Valeria. So, you don't have to whale into nice. into Champions Ascension, but. You know, not financial advice, nice. but you might want to wear under champion's ascension. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We're holding too. So, uh, yeah, Mac, you know a lot about the process. Explain, explain the whitelist for folks that are not maybe not up to date. The whitelist process, um, what what the minty might look like, how many elementals are will, will, will be up for grabs. So they're going to drop out ten thousand eternal elementals. Um, right now, what we have and what we've been playing with is they're called Prime Eternals. Um, they're the Genesis collection, just like Genesis Valeria lands. Um, and they're the ones that are going to generate land. That's going to be the big difference between any other thing, and that's the biggest difference right now between um, these Elemental Eternals and the Prime Eternals that are the Genesis collection, is that the Primes generate tokens for Messina and Diamond, nothing else is supposed to right now these elemental eternals that are coming up though are free and and there's going to be 10,000 of them dropping out and they're going to be going in in four tiers pretty much you have um all the holders that were holding at a snapshot each wallet that held gets one elemental eternal to mint um i'm i have a feeling that not everyone's going to show up and they'll push those down but they have after that tier zero, um, they've been giving out tier one whitelists, which gave people the opportunity to mint two elemental eternals per wallet. You can win multiple whitelists, but you can only have one per wallet. So there's a lot of us who have multiple wallets with multiple whitelists or multiple tier whitelists, but only one per wallet. And so these tier ones are guaranteed mints. Um, and again, even if all of those people don't mint out, then it's going to go into 
Tier 2, which is a over-allocated mint. It's first come, first serve. You can mint one per Tier 2 whitelist. Um, if it gets to the point where the Tier 2s don't sell out the 10,000 collection, um, they're going to let it go to public after that. But they haven't announced time frames on any of the tiers yet. We'll, we'll probably get that a mm-hmm. few days before mint would be my guess. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. um, to get WLs as well as guys um, get in Discord. They're throwing a lot of spots. Um, you can play the the you know the pre-alpha. There is free codes out there for the community to play. So all you got to do is have a MetaMask um, and then uh, download the game client. Put your passcode in, and it gives you access to the for the games. For instance, uh, I did put it up. Uh, they they'll throw this out: crab racing tournament uh, for tier two WL. Right, whoever is the first first fifteen players to you know get first in crab races get a WL spot. So they do have a lot of these opportunities open as well for the community. Yep, if you're active and in there um now over to over the next couple days might be your last chance to get a whitelist if they're even giving any more out so um you definitely want to try and stay active or at least turn the notifications on um do whatever you can because if they're not and captain chris are going to be the ones that announce anything or squiddy um watch out for their messages as well so Mm -hmm. Um, just sign up and get them and so so Again, Eve, I think the main difference between the, the Genesis champions uh, Prime Eternals that are already out and the Elementals that are coming out is you can stake the Prime Eternals um, and earn Messina and Diamond. With the Elementals, you can still earn. You can earn Messina and, and Diamond and, and maybe other tokens if they have them. Um, but, but you have to do that in the gameplay. you got to be active. you got to play. You can't just passively earn. It's speculation, right? Because White Paper 2.0 hasn't came out yet, which is probably going to be at the end of the first quarter. Um, but what, what we're speculating is that Prime Eternals are the only ones to stake and earn or generate Messina that way. And then Elementals can, you know, for instance, like what Sharif, just like what his project is doing, do dungeon raids, you get certain amount of coins or you could do tournaments and the the holders of the messina coins which are the prime eternals will be able to put up messina coin for like certain tournaments or something like that of course you will have to entice the holders to um offer up that messina coin since from what we know prime eternals are going to be the only ones to generate messina coin like stakes and generate exactly passively Nice, nice. Yep. Okay, and then the uh, the parts too. What, what's the difference in, in some of the parts you uh, can get? So you know, hang this, on, just yeah, go ahead. Just a second. We should probably talk since we're we're talking about staking. Um, we should probably talk about the fact that we all need to get ready that it's not going to be for a while. Right. Um, right. Because we this game is still in development, mm-hmm. and it, you have to think about it logically. Like you don't want to have staking on your your assets that aren't even ready for public use yet. Like if you have something that's sitting there and people are generating it while it has no value and no use and no sync, what you're doing is you're devaluing your asset before it's even generating any kind of value for itself. Correct. So staking itself, like I know there's people that keep asking all the time when staking, when staking, like, don't expect staking to happen until 
if you want to actually be generating coins that are going to be used in the economy until like a month or two before the actual game is released to public. Yeah. And and we're talking a full-fledged game which probably isn't going to be coming out till next year. It's a, like so just at, for a real people like totally not financial advice, but for a realistic perspective of what we're talking about when we talk about staking for Champions Ascension. And and mm-hmm. for people just to get a grasp, like mm-hmm. that's a that's a big thing that's been a major thorn in champions ascension side and i mean i would actually like to get sharif kind of like what your opinion would be on the whole staking and generation stuff no i'm with you 100 percent. the fact that they're not offering staking yet shows that they're in there for the long term i would take that as a positive they're not looking to satisfy any short-term needs and they're focused on their long-term needs i would those are the kind of founders i want to invest in founders that are just looking for like a quick bump or like a quick pump or just something to get people excited today without considering tomorrow, I'd be very concerned. I'd say they're handling it the right way. And the community, if you've invested in these founders, you realize that the gaming space is one that takes time but could be very very beneficial if you're patient and you're early. And it, these are the ones that could really pay off. So now I 100% understand that decision. We did the same thing. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and the way Mac framed it, yeah, it's, uh, you'd have to have at least almost a complete game where you're ready to um, you know, have an economy to uh, sell things, to drive up demand for certain things, or there's just no reason to have have the coin ready. Yeah, and something that Buns, uh, Buns put in the uh, chat, by the way, shout out to Buns, uh, been a long community member. Um, as far as the Mint, hopefully they give us at least a week in advance. That's what most of us would like. You know, not like last time, you know, it was kind of like a mess where they gave us two days before Mint. I think they learned from that. And hopefully we at least have a week uh, notice before we do, you know, before there is a mint. Right. Folks are ready. But it would be awesome if they told us tomorrow that it was the 31st of January. (laughs) You (laughs) know what I mean? But we'll take what we could get. Give us at least a week, please. Yeah. But for the most part, and I think Mac even mentioned this, is just have the dry powder ready for... Yep. You know, I mean, to, to to mint the whitelist spot that you have, yep. or if even you miss out on that, if you only have, you know, if you're down in tier two, or if you don't have a whitelist spot, you know, take a look at uh, the secondary market or early see it. And if you see a good deal, then pull the trigger. You just got to have, have that dry powder ready to go. Exactly. And I think that's what the people, like, in, in uh, mints general, right? Like, and I know from the Asian communities and some of the international communities, it's super hard to get crypto into your wallet or it takes a long time. It's a long process. So if you know it's going to be a long process for you, I would start getting that dry powder ready like right now. So that way, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. something does come up by surprise, you guys are ready and you guys are prepared for that. Yep. Yeah. I, and definitely, at least if if it's gonna take you nine to ten days to get start putting something in there, at the very least to cover a few small transactions. I mean, then that begs begs the biggest question that we've had, and one of the biggest questions in Discord that I've seen lately is, what does everybody think the price of elementals is gonna be when they hit the market? Secondary. Mm. Hey, let's guess here. Well, first of all, let's do this. Let's. List out all the advantages of the pros of like what the elementals are coming with, what they can do. Sure. Like list them so, out, dip mech, like what is it? What can they do? So elementals have sublime parts, which are stronger than epic parts, but they're not 
more rare or stronger than divine parts. Because remember, Prime Eternal is only 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 ones to have divine parts. Those cannot be passed down, as well as the sublime parts. So if you're breeding an ele two elementals together and one of them has a sublime part and it does get passed down, it's going to either be an epic, rare, or a common part. So it works just like the Prime Eternal, except for the... Um, the uh, Sublime is like the divine Yeah, part. Sublime is like the divine for the elemental, but it's weaker than the divine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But stronger than the epic. The he said, he said his key thing. Another pro is uh, you can breed with them. Right. Correct. You can oh yeah, you'll be able to breed with mm -hmm. you'll be able to breed with all of your champions eventually. But they've said you've only you can only breed with champions that are on the same level, right? Mm -hmm. So this gives us in because these are um, different essence champions, and that's that's one of the other major things that we haven't touched on yet. But they're they're introducing new essence champions that you can breed with your Eternals right off the bat. With right. our primes, right? Exactly. So prime eternals, three core essences are life, death, and arcane, and the sublimes are going to be the other four houses that make up Messina, which are air, fire, uh, earth, and, and water, right? Mountain yeah, and water. Earth and water. So mm -hmm. it's so those when you actually look at it, the sublime parts have a higher chance of being more rare than divine parts, but because of you have instead of a third, a thirty-three percent chance of landing that same house part, the essence part. You now only have a twenty-five percent chance. Yeah. So the 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 parts themselves may be more rare, but they're still going to be that middle damage tier. Where like if you do ten damage with an epic part, you're going to do 11 damage with a sublime part and 12 damage with a divine part. Correct. So. And, and, you know, mm -hmm. honestly, with mm -hmm. combat um, in particularly, the meta right now is not purity. Um, and that's just being honest. The meta right now is rarity in parts. Um, that's, you know, if I pick up a prime yep. eternal off the floor or if I'm looking for one, I'm looking for one with multiple rare parts. Just because uh, <clears throat> from playing the combat alpha, as we see, that those can come in really handy, especially if they start including the rarities in the parts, right? Um, like an epic is gonna, you know, an epic wings would probably give you a faster dash, supposedly. Uh, epic war paint would protect you against the opposite, you know, of what you're weak to. Like, for instance, if you have a death cark mm. that had, or, you know, death carks don't have life war paint. So if you had a death ilgor that had life war paint, then that would protect <laughs> them from their weakness, which is life. Mm -hmm. So matching them up, not as important as having the rare, epic, divine part. Right now for me, man, in, um, in this case. and this mm -hmm. is not advice, professional advice or anything, just just. Well, you're playing. As you're playing. sweating your arena, you know, <laughs> you're, you, as, as a user. Yeah. Right? Yep. Parts are the meta. And right, as, right. as a user, and I, I, I'll let this sit there for a minute, but like as a user, I've been looking at possibly picking up another Prime. The prime that's on the floor right now, the Aos that's on the floor right now, um, it, it is possibly going to be in my wallet tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Mac. I'll let I'll let anybody other than someone who's already in Champions Station. If I see you guys take that, I'm I'm coming after you in the arena. <laughs> but anyone outside Champions Station already, <clears throat> I'll leave that on the floor for you guys for like a day. But that that is actually because of the parts, Champion number. 
you'll see on the floor is <laughs> actually, floor? actually a really good champion. So uh, if you haven't got in yet and you are thinking about it, not financial advice, but that's a that that's gonna be a good fighter in the arena. So talking about the death um, death ales. Yep, yeah. you son of a. <laughs> yep, that one, that one. But that's that's one of the big things that uh, the difference between it, um, the primes and the eternals too is. Prime Eternals are going to be more geared towards PvP. Right. Um, the the team has stated that they're going to ha- be more uh, because I think I think we were right when we said that um, you were, you said that Fury of Titans is only going to be for Prime Eternals right. because their main combat asset that they had for PvP is Fury of the Titans Strain and Fury of Titans Advantage. Right. Right. Um, that's what they stated. And then they said, um, for elemental Eternals, they're going to have more an area of effect attack. So they'll be more effective in multiplayer or um, PvE combat. So I, I, I think uh, people who are interested in playing the, the game all around are going to want to you know, build their stable up with not just elemental Eternals or even just regular Eternals, but you might want to get some... PvP, if you think, or some PEs, which are Prime Eternals, if you think you're going to want to play some PvP at, at any kind of a, you know, competitive level. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Any and other sweat, advantages? Like, right. Pros, and, more pros for the uh, elemental than, than we're going to speculate on what we think the uh, secondary market will be. I mean, you know, that, that really just depends on how people are, you know. I mean, we have the alpha combat out right now, um, so there is gameplay, and that's the biggest thing, right? Um, hopefully, by owning one of these elementals, you're able to have your avatar within the game. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's a big plus, too. Um, and also, we do have a multiplayer that might be coming up. If you guys look up at the... The screen right here, we have a game link, right, Sally? Which is seems like it's going to be an NPC boss that you're going to be able to fight as a group. And there, Sally is going to be coming in the game, it seems like. And this is just all speculation, right? But this is what we're seeing right now, which is really good because <laughs> I prefer to play with groups. I'm not, I'm not a big player versus player guy. Um, I enjoy playing with the group. So this is going to be good for those of you out there that like group play. Nice, nice, and uh, right now, so right now, you can play the uh, the alpha player versus player in the arena with the prime eternal. Uh, do we think or do we know that if you when you get the elemental, you can play in the alpha gameplay? You can play in the alpha gameplay right now. All you need is a code, right? Um, yep. okay. Download a wallet, enter the code, go in the Discord community. There's plenty of of community members there that have codes that you guys can use, which gives you access to the game to play the alpha, right? Um, We have a bunch of those little guys running around, as you see. The people who are using the codes are the little maestro guys, so you can see them running around all day. I think that's pretty cool. Um, Champions of the Yeah, yeah, like... The little urchins look like Aladdin. Yeah, I was saying the other day, I was like... We all have our pets running around, and I'm sitting there waiting for them to have a little Abu pop out and try and rob me for my token for my tickets. <laughs> yeah, swipe man, right? it. it's just swipe it, man. So, uh, I that mean, 
I mean, that's what one of the Beatles. One of the Beatles gonna get some utility. Shit, I, we should we should ask that next time there's a uh, town hall AMA with one of the devs. Well, we like, have an idea the from Beatles... the lore, right? That they're gonna just be stealing stuff. Like you can that's roam around saying. them, right? Like say if you roll it in that dirty cark, maybe we could steal some tickets, or maybe you could steal some some coin. Uh, you know, when when can I loot Legif for his tickets? This guy's stacking them. I mean, there's some people out there who have thousands of tickets. There's some people. Oh, and by the way, <sighs> RG explode. He said he sniped your. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I already, I already refreshed. He didn't. You said too he much. <laughs> <laughs> you said too much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, a few weeks here, we can expect at least maybe a few weeks, couple weeks, we could expect the uh, the elemental mint. Are we um, giving away there, there's, another there's elemental mint. or just one today? Oh, we're giving away another one, but oh. we're gonna do this on on Twitter. So oh, nice. um, that Twitter, that one. Will, yep, and and just as a reminder, I'm sh- pretty sure some of the people in here listening may not even remember that are coming from Valeria Studios. But you guys have whitelists, like they Valeria Studios was one of the communities that got some tier one whitelists given nice. to them. So yeah, thanks um, for that. Um, really appreciate it. Oh yeah, from Time Eyes Podcast. Yep, yep, yep. All right. You guys are awesome, and, and thanks for that. What do we think, Mac? To, to to that, like, okay, what are we giving away here, man? What do we think uh, when it hits when it hits the free market? Wh- where we're going to be? Uh, we seen that Pets was a free drop. They just dropped it to holders. Um, mm-hmm. When they came out, they're hovering around fifty dollars USD. I, I forgot what the ETH was back then. Um, you know, we, we found out some more, a little more rare goes over one hundred dollars for some of them. Uh, some of them went down to twenty, thirty dollars. Some of them went down uh, to like 10, right. eight, eight to twelve dollars. Where I picked up a bunch right. when they were around like 10 bucks <laughs> i mean that was the play then was getting them when they were 10 dollars because they're back up to Ooh, i think they were One yeah 30 mm-hmm. dollar floor at least right now so i mean those are that's just the pets it really so depends about the elementals yep. mm-hmm. i really hope that the elementals stay cheap man uh, because i want their easy access point to onboard gamers with a really cool looking asset yeah right a really cool looking asset to onboard people who actually want to come and game so if you can keep it around an actual gaming price which is 60 dollars or less then i think we will have that will be more beneficial for the community in the long run than for people that are just trying to flip and make money and push the price up to even a couple hundred dollars yeah definitely man um and, and you know these uh, cosmetically they look great. I mean look at the look at the life carcadon we're seeing. I mean I think this is the air carcadon we're seeing up here, right? They just look aesthetically so great, man. Like uh, honestly, they, they even look better than the primes. And and that's <laughs> totally honest, right? Like some of them do, but they're completely different yeah. essence. Look at this. That's a big look at that white Fenrir, bro. Like that's what I want, you guys. This is the one I'm going for. White Fenrir. That's mine. He looks fresh, man. I know. Well, you're right. Yeah, it's it's a Gen two, man. So it's the two point drop. So yeah, they they uh they freshened them up a little bit. Not dope ass art as always. And yeah, and then you get to you you actually get to uh you know be in the video game, um using your character, yep. seeing him moving around. Be you can be social right now. Uh, can't necessarily play with them, but um you know in, in the arena. Because you, you get the ones that are, you know, kind of uh, the options uh, that you can select from. But right. you can still play, move around, be social with the character. So, yeah, looking good counts. 
I agree with you all, though. I think, yeah, maybe around, uh, you know, a, a normal maybe floor price, maybe 60 to 80 bucks. We'll see. Have, uh, Sharif, are you going to try to mint one, man? Oh, yeah, 100%. I got my whitelist, but I, I, there's so much I got to learn about your ecosystem and your game. The more you get, I'm just listening to you guys talk about it. It sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds like mm-hmm. there's so much dynamics and stuff going on in terms of like putting your team together and these parts and everything like that. So we'll go on open sea and I, I look for one that has like five out of five divine parts and there's one. one. And this guy's listed for there 55 is. ETH and I'm just like, uh, holy shit, he yeah. looks awesome. That's a, it's super cool that's artwork. That's the Fenrir. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, there. Oh, yeah. That's Okay. So he's going to be OP in the on the battlefield. Like, if you go up against this guy, you're probably going to lose? Uh, um, it, not necessarily. Right. They even specifically, the, the devs specifically said it. And he's not even the top yeah. tier, considering he's supposedly, like, he only has four purity. And the top mm-hmm. would be five divine, five pure, right? Oh, but okay. The devs even, there's not one of those that exist. So he is the top. But... Um, he is supposed to be beatable. Yeah, okay. he's supposed to be beatable by someone who is coming in free to play. If they are better skilled than the player that is playing, the got it. So the money beatable. gives you an advantage, but not an advantage that can be overcome overcome with skill. Right. Correct. It's got all, it. Correct. And usually, it's all skill in this game. You know, I we got a couple of people on this in this chat that are sweats. Uh, Benzaga, <laughs> Pierre, RG Explode, Legif. There's a couple of Ark. community. Yeah, there's a lot. Yep. Of Arkham, yeah, Arkham's a sweat. So there's a lot of people that are really good at this game right now. Dips Is it even open long enough? Oh, dude, it's about to open again in three hours. Yep. So okay. if anybody wants to play, Prime Minds already has a, a pin tweet with a code um, nice. on our Twitter. So if you do get in, all you got to go to do is champions.io, click on the bars in the corner. Click on game and download client when on the drop down menu. See you guys in the it's, arena. Nice. Uh, it's, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So the game opens um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday every week. Um, and if you're in the Discord, you can see it in your local time. But it's open uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we're Pacific, most of us. So we're gonna go nine to eleven Pacific in the morning and three to five in the evenings, all three days. And then if you're a crazy fucker or you live on the other side of the world, <laughs> uh, it's also open at 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., baby. <laughs> yep. It's a great time. Legif was doing those ones. Yeah, Legif is crazy. He gr- he got up and grinded both of those. Man. Ooh. But, I remember that. Much respect for that, man. Um, yeah. yep. All right, Meg, do we got another? Do you want to do another giveaway? Oh, uh, the only other live giveaway, because we unfortunately did not hit the 50 get, uh, viewers, um, would be if Sharif hey, wants to that's do on them. live. They should have or... tagged their friends. Yep. Sharif, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we can or... give away a land. Yeah, we can give a la- okay. away a land to a listener. That'd be awesome. Ooh. I'm going to let you wow. I'm gonna let you pick. I'm going to let you right. pick. Can, um, I, yeah, can yeah. I include myself as a listener in this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to pick. You guys can run the. You guys can run the Twitter picker again. Uh, run it again, tell Mac. Him, tell them to do something, and then like, then we'll do the same thing. Yeah. What do you the want them to do in All the right. chat? All right. Hearts in the chat. Hearts in the chat. Hearts in the chat. All right. You get a free. Bring land. another RNG for, for a land. 
Yep. And Genesis I was just looking land. at your floor. Your floor is doing pretty good too, man. You guys are pumped. It's pumped, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The cheapest one now is almost guaranteed going to bring profit to someone if they minted it. Wow. No matter what they bought, bought ETH at. Yep. If they, as long as they weren't a dumbass and minted it when it was one of the first 600 when it was still high. Because uh-huh. they did a reverse <laughs> Dutch auction. Oh, so okay. They started at one ETH and went down to 0.4, right? But the first 600 mm-hmm. people got some extra perks. Oh, if and, they minted uh, above at a higher price. We're getting hearts now. Yes. We're getting hearts now. Yep. Getting the hearts. So, like, I bought in and was one of the first 600, and I bought in at uh, 0.47, which I got a Zero Divine 3P fin- Death Fenrir for my 0.47. And a hoodie and an extra an extra regular champion. I guess we should touch on that too, and because for the uh, the mentors perks, and they've made this explicitly clear. I don't know why people keep bringing it up. The mentors perk champion is a special skin for a regular champion. It is not an elemental eternal at all. Um, people <clears throat> keep getting that confused because they want them elemental eternals, but uh, I get it. Um, but yeah, uh, so if they paid more than you know what I mean, if they paid more than that, even if. At the price that mm. I bought ETH for, I would still make profit selling it at the floor right now. Got it. So. But no point. Hang tight. No. The game is you, just I, in pre-alpha. Like yeah. I just told you that one might the one that's on the floor right now at that price might be in my wallet tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are still accumulating. These are this is how it goes. The people who follow projects deeply, you know, they they keep up with things. Um, when I was a flipper in the NFT space, I was. I, I there's many that I flipped, but one of the ones that I regret was NFT worlds. I had a whole bunch of NFT worlds in my wallet, and I never actually followed them, saw what they were building, saw what they were about, and then when it pumped, I'm like, oh my god, I I, I flipped these for like 0.2. <laughs> for what reason? I didn't know what it was. I just got an NFT, saw some profit, took it. But it's kind yeah. of like people who actually oh let me see what they're about, let me follow them, let me see what they're building. Those are the ones that are going to end up doing well uh and they get the inside scoop yeah right definitely man it's true this is true did we uh find a winner are we doing the generator yeah they just put a bunch of hearts in um so i'm making my list right now so i'm I'm giving them another minute let's say all right i got another minute 116 we'll give them one more minute uh i also need to make the list so don't rush me i write slow santa needs to make the list (laughs) he's doing it right meticulous that counts yeah definitely man um just good and you know the elemental it's gonna i'm, I'm really actually proud of the project guys because they've been collabing and partnering with multiple uh number of projects as well um and, and you've yeah. seen a lot of new people coming in the discord right asking questions uh wanting to know about the game and a lot of the people that um i've personally talked to love the game they love the alpha. They say it's exciting. It's a rager, right? Because I've raged on that game. <sighs> Bro, I've raged on that game so much. Uh, Man, the, the first impression, it was, uh, yeah, everybody got so much more bullish, so much more into it. Just the first initial impression of, of the gameplay as soon as it came out, it was it was nothing but good reviews. Yeah, exactly, man. Um But that's the, that's the exciting part, man. And then, you know, we still got the white paper coming out. And, yeah, that's important. And I think along with, and maybe Sharif can agree with this too, it's fucking hard to make a game. 
It's not there's, easy. There's so many things. And the game that you guys are making is PC, so right away that's going to be more challenging. And there's so many things to consider. I, I Like, I saw the gameplay, right? This is a very difficult game to make compared to what we're building. Uh, we're building, obviously, something when it comes to, like, the amount of work that goes into it. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. easier than what you guys are doing. Um, mm-hmm. And ours is a lot of work. So I can only right. imagine what, what your team is working on. But you guys have tons of funding. You guys have a strong team with tons of experience. So faith in them. What is it? I believe it's Jam City. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Jam Yeah, so those guys are talented. Um, I looked at their profile. They have tons of experience. So you, you know what I mean? Like, we have so much work to do. And then I look at your game and I'm like, okay, that's about five X to work. So it's going to take time. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they got teams. Oh, yeah. uh, a, lot, a lot of people in on, on this game specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you said something key there too. And you said at the, uh, the, the NFT NYC, um, you, you'll have the phones out so you can play this game. It's, it's a mobile game first. So it's just going to be exclusively mobile game. Well, we'll have a yeah, we'll have a PC version as well, but it, the, we're not optimizing it for PC. So there will be a PC version you can download, like the one that I'm playing right now. It's on my PC, but it's obviously the game isn't optimized for PC. It's meant to primarily be a mobile game. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's where the action I like, is. Too. I like those type of games, man, because I like if I'm at the airport, um, if I'm just out and about on my phone, that's a that's a nice casual game I would like to play. Yep, that's exactly what it's meant to be. Uh, pull it out, play a, play a match. Battles last between three to five minutes unless it goes into overtime. They can be finished within three minutes. Pull it out, play a few PvP matches, collect the loot box, start the timer, walk away, come back four hours, six hours later, see what you pulled. Maybe you level up, you evolve, maybe you go to the marketplace, buy, sell, trade. But it's not something you need to be on like 20 hours a day. Everything is like time limited and stuff. You can play all day if you want. The PvP, go up and down. But people, we expect them to come in, play a few matches, get their loot boxes for the day, mm-hmm. and then, you know, switch it up. Yeah, and, and you nice. know what? Amazing. Like, there's a lot of people internationally who just have phones. So the amount of people that you could reach with this game, I believe, could be twice as much as a PC game or any other type of game, right? Yeah, exactly. It's accessibility and then making it easy, which was why we were talking about IMX earlier, but... Mm-hmm. Also, the player base. The, you guys were talking about it earlier. Crypto players, play to earn. How can I make money? How can I profit? Those are all very important questions when you're building. But when it comes to mobile games, this is the player base who spends, who's one, completely okay with microtransactions. Every mobile game has them now. They're all free to play with. Hundreds of microtransactions. So you've, they're already used to it. And they have no preconception of profit from a mobile game so you're going to a player base that's completely okay with spending money tons of people have access to it they're okay with microtransactions and now we're just saying you can own your assets while you're doing it so i believe that mobile is is being a little bit forgotten in the web3 space but like you said everyone has a phone in their pocket that means anyone can go and download this game the player base is just gonna be so huge yeah right definitely right oh yeah I'm, i'm buying my daughter um all her new looks on uh, mm-hmm. what's the name of the game? Jeez, it's it's escaping me. She plays it all the time, but yeah, she wants different color hair. She wants different exactly. dresses. She wants all, and it's all on that. your card. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm buying for her constantly. Yeah, well, everybody's doing it. Everybody's so used to it. It's it's native now. So just uh, spending money in video games right on your phone while you're on the go. Um, 
yeah, that, that's a lot of action is there. And I think eventually um, Champions Ascension might get there. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, they're not kind of, uh, they're not jumping the gun there with that. Yeah, it's going to take time because, again, being on the other side and watching development, people might think it's easy to just swap a game over. It's like, no, everything needs to be re-optimized. Um, one good thing is we did make our assets in high poly counts and then reduce them for the mobile game because our hope is the studios to make multiple games. So we want to make like a MMORPG or a mobile style game next. And we're deciding which way we should go. But, you know, we've created our assets in a way that they can be easily transferable in between the games. But it's not just like a click of a button to take something from mobile to PC. It's so much work needs to go in that it's almost like you're making a new game. Nice. Wow. So some of the long-term vision. So even um, would it be the same theme, uh, the same game, just a, a different uh, mm -hmm. form of the game? Yeah, like what we want to do okay. is we want to build on the story. And what we want to do is when you have a second game, we want you to be able to use your NFTs between the games. So if you have a Valerian in this game, you can move them over. Or like let's say it's a MOBA. So that means you could bring your champion over. And then there'll be new champions in that game as well. And uh, you can basically take your NFT mm. and use it in that game. Or you can use it in All this spaces. game. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. great. Nice. Yeah. Nice, we just want nice. to build more use cases for our token because the same token will be at the heart of both ecosystems. And then at the same time, you're just attracting a whole new player base with each game. So you get all these different players who like different types of game. Like your game, obviously, it's the Street, Street Fighter, Tekken. Those are the players that you're going after. And for our game, we're going after like Clash Royale and that, those kind of players. But then when you create a second game, it's like a whole new genre of players that you try to target with each new one. Nice. All right. And, we and do, I think... Uh, we do have a winner. Uh, number 12. Uh, number 12. Yep. If you uh, throw the throw the video up there, it was uh, yep, Umer. Umer. Um, so Umer. Umer or Umer. Um, I announced it a couple minutes ago. We want to announce it live, and we're getting ready to wrap up here soon. So... Please respond in the chat, or I'm going to re-roll it here in about two minutes. Woo! So, Oh, do you got to be present to win? Minutes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, be present to win. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> be present. You can't just drop some hearts and dip. And dip. Bro. We didn't know the rules, man. We didn't know the rules, Mac. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and if that's the case, I'm just going to cross him out and... I will put my name in his spot, and we. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "And then uh, you're making up rules." <laughs> making up rules. Uh, uh, but we yep. did. We did have some alpha, right? A little bit of champions. Um, Ice Toad uh, did a would raid token. Had did an AMA. So uh, one of the questions I did post up here is: There any way to measure our stats and battle data? And what he says is, we're going to put out a section on the website where you can check the number of wins and losses you have had. In addition, we are working on a league system with leaderboard, leaderboards included that will consist of different rankings, such as Master, Platinum, Gold, Silver, and Bronze. In this way, you will be able to measure your abilities with others of your same level and encourage Masters to teach the new Warriors in the arena, which is super cool. Oh, man. That's so cool. The ranking systems are always fresh. You can see the leaderboards, who's kicking that ass. That's cool. And then they could be teachers, right? And if someone's really good at the game, I, I would definitely want them to, um, to you know, share those with me. Um, also, there was another one. 
Question 15. Do you plan to uh, open any other area of the Messina in the near future? I said we are already working on the part of the death house. But there is no point in opening a part of the map that is not going to be useful yet. Once we bring in new mini games, we'll also be opening up the map. So that's something to look forward to as well, guys. Oh, expanding. Ex always expanding, man. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, a little bit on the Sally event as well. So could you tell us a little bit more about the upcoming PvE against Sally? So this is what he said. Sally is a giant crocomant that will appear from time to time in the sewers of Messina. People will be able to form groups of at least five people to try to kill Sally. It will be an event that will take place at least once a week or more, depending on the rewards we decide to put. Killing Sally won't be easy at all. The boss will have different mechanics that will complicate the fight and make the group will have to create a strategy to kill the boss. That's pretty exciting. Nice. Wow. Yeah, man. Hopefully we get some, some good prizes for that, too. Um that would be pretty exciting. I like playing games like that, man. Is with that one then? It, did they did they let us know if you're using your own NFT champion, or is it still the ones that you have to select from? That hasn't been said yet. Um, I'm not too sure. May, hopefully, like our primes will be able to use it. Maybe a certain families first, because as you know, within the next couple of weeks, they're coming out with the Fenrir, Ilgra, and Keymaster as the new families. Umer's gone. I don't see Umer he had, here. He did. He's he came back in the text. He said he's yeah. driving. Um, oh. I, I need him. I need a way to contact him. I, I I I cannot give him a win. We can't give him a land if he's not here, right? Yeah. It does. So Umer, then, that two minutes is like pretty much up, man. Um, and we don't get paid by the hour. So <laughs> reroll. We're gonna we're gonna. We're going to give it like 15 seconds because there's like a 15 second delay, okay. right? So yeah. we'll give it like 15 seconds. Um, I, one thing we did not talk about yet is the fact that they just added friend fights yes. to uh, champions. So if you have someone as a friend and are outside of, of the combat, you can actually click on their um, name or go to your friends list and invite them to uh, combat. So. Yeah, definitely, man. And and that's good, too, man, because uh, even me and Doolit, we did the friend combat, tested it out, worked, worked really good. I was able to go through him with the special abilities, how to, like, think and fight in the arena. Because it's really, like, you know, being good guys at fighting the arena, um, don't telegraph or don't use the same moves over and over. Keep your opponent guessing, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I never have, like, a... A set amount of moves I use against just like everybody. I just play like if you're gonna play me aggressive, then I'm gonna use moves that help, you know, create space when you're trying to be aggressive. If you're a runner, I have a a way I can do that too. Um, if you're a person that likes to dash side to side, you know, I have something for that too. So you just gotta really uh just play what the player is giving you. They're aggressive. Mm -hmm. Play that way. If they're not aggressive, you have another way you can play as well. It's cool that the game allows you to be strategic like that. It's just it's very good gameplay. Yeah. So you're, you're you're being strategic. You're seeing the style other the other player has. You're trying to tap them. Trying to counter counter hit. So 
Yeah, exactly. That's good. All right, guys. Um, so Umar has not given up any info. Uh, so we went with a new reroll. If Dip wants to put it up there, sure. Um, uh, then we, you go uh, ahead and uh, get that ready. Uh, oh, drum roll it. Yep. We got a. Uh, open. Okay. I hope I win. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't even drop any hearts, man. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, Not I did. Even I did. Your own... <laughs> right, here we go. Oh man. Unless go. Sharif, Sharif, is that you? No, no, that's not me. I saw the name too. I'm like Omar Sharif. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. If it was, I would have given my two. info and uh, took the land. <laughs> all right, all right. Number two, who is Ark? That's gonna be the infamous Ark. Archimus. Right. So that is actually, and you can see in the video that I went straight from twelve to two. Yeah. Uh, you all, you all did it yourselves. But we actually had a a fucking awesome. NFT giveaway because we got someone from Valeria uh, Champions NFT uh, and we got someone from Vice Champions uh, Valeria NFT. So awesome let's game. fucking go. Let's go. Diamond yeah, Hand Ark is going to be worth it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you listening? And that's the CEO right there, Ark. He's telling yep. you to Diamond Hand, man. <laughs> it's going to be worth it. So make sure you Diamond Hand, my guy. <laughs> Ark will know. Ark will know. Yeah. Congrats to my guy. Ark. All right, man. Sharif. Any any part of words for one, let us know where to find you again, where to find the game in the in the Discord, and you know where where to pick it up off of OpenSea. Where's that at yeah, again? Absolutely. Uh, head over to our Twitter. We got our link tree there with our Discord and our OpenSea and everything like that. And um, we got our town hall every Sunday. We don't have one this Sunday. We had it the previous week, so our next town hall will be on the twenty second. So if you guys are free, feel free to join or follow us on Twitter. And um, nice. on the next town hall, we should share some more leaks, some more information, some new animations, stuff like that every time. Nice. And the Twitter's uh, Valeria? Uh, yeah, our Twitter is Valeria Studios. Unfortunately, Valeria Games was taken. <laughs> so, oh, uh, Valeria Studios, it is. Valeria Studios, it is, yeah. Sounds even better, bro. Thanks. All right. <laughs> All right, yep. And uh, you look. Prime Minds, we're starting off the new year. We're kicking off right. We had, we had a great guest, as you all heard. And Sharif, you're going to keep coming back, man. We, we like this. Yeah, I think you're an honorary Prime Mind at this point. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I'm going to grab one, too. I'm going to grab a right. Prime Mind just to be part of the community. And thank Let's you guys for it. having me. Oh, Let's dude, do it. I'm telling you, grab that one that's on the floor right now. You, if, if, if you like it at all, grab it. That's a good one. I'm going to do research. I take your word. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so <laughs> much to learn. Come play with us Mark. later today. I downloaded yeah, the client center. I the nice. the client thing. I, I have code. it. I'm ready to go. Give you the Perfect. code. Yeah, yeah. Pops off. It, man. Yep. Pops off in an hour and a half. So come join yep. us. And anyone else that wants to come join us. Yeah, I love the <laughs> warning. Things will break. This is pre-alpha. <laughs> I love <Yep>. it. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's yep. go. And and with the prime minds, uh, we'll be looking at you. Uh, you, you, you'll catch us here regularly next time on uh, January 28th, a couple Saturdays from now. I think that the Elemental Mint would have been done or it would be just be coming up. So we will have a lot to talk about. Till then, as you all know, as always, Prime Minds think of the like. Nice. Peace. Peace.